1: love that you get to go and starting to dance during that (laughs) hello hello thank you for joining us on unleashed with Kimberly a conversation for insight and intelligence I'm your host Kimberly Anderson we are talking with the incredible women from the unleash your inner goddess platform and we are in the goddess docu-series where they're coming on live sharing a little bit more about their stories in how they're in their business. We talked about in the summit, the virtual summit, talking about overcoming limiting beliefs, traumas and obstacles that they've gone through and how they're successful today. And I am so, so excited to bring on today with me. I'm going to bring them on now. I have Nora Richardson and Kelly Smith. Yay, ladies. I'm so excited. We're actually missing one. So hopefully she pops in in a minute, Dr. Nefertina Serrano. So hopefully she joins us soon as well. But ladies, I am so excited to talk to you yet again. I love your brilliance. So let's do the Hollywood Square style. And Nora, you're right here next to me. So why don't you start by sharing what it is that you do?
2: All right. I'm Nora Richardson. My uh, company is Spot On Branding, and I help uh, businesses really get clear on what they do by helping them uh, basically uh, relate the problem they solve with a pro- with the with a. Uh, Relate the problem they solve to an audience who will buy.
1: <laughs> I, love that. I love that. You know, branding is so, so important. And the longer I'm in business, the more I'm aware of how it can affect you in yes. your business. It's it's an incredible. It's like a whole animal in and of itself. It's amazing.
2: It is. And so many people actually um, neglect to do the foundational pieces that will really make them successful in their Uh, industry in their world and so it's just amazing um, to help and be able to help people really become that pivotal pillar in their industry Um, so yeah I love 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 what I do
1: that's awesome I know I I, you can tell (laughs) I love it Kelly I'm so excited you're here also please share a little bit about what you do as well
0: oh well I'm excited to be here as well and I get to meet Nora. I am an author and a speaker. I'm also a special
1: education teacher. I, Patience um, of a saint. I'm sorry, what? Patience of a saint. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I'm an author and a speaker with Warrior Princess for God. And I help women overcome obstacles that they faced and to get past their fears and move on to the life that God has for them. I also write children's picture books under the pen name Fawn Birch and my books aren't out yet. They're still at the publisher, but they will be coming out soon. And I came up with that name because I live in the redwood forest, so
1: (laughs) Fawn Birch became my name. I love deer. (laughs) I love that. I didn't know that was your writer's name. That is awesome. How so, that's so cute. I love it. But yeah, just, you know. Um, having those, I love write children's books are amazing. So you not only write the other books to help people get through their fear and live on purpose, which is something I'm very passionate about, but also the children's books too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It is. I love it. What, what made you decide to write for both? <laughs> Cause it's really- I've, been a, I've
0: been a Christian for over 30 years. Actually, married to a pastor. He's been a pastor since 1986. And just all the trauma that I've been through in my life, and the word of God just freed me and set my life on an amazing path. And I've just overcome so much fear in my life. And I know I'm not the only woman that has experienced this. And I know there's a lot of women that are dealing with things right now, and they're looking for an answer and they're looking for a way just to deal with getting up in the morning and, and just continuing on and and not giving up in in their life and not turning to drugs or alcohol or or anything else, but turning to the word of God, because really that's where you're going to find your answers. And that's where your healing's at because the Holy spirit, Jesus, you know, he's our, he's our comforter. He's our healer. And he's just waiting for us to come to him. And he, he wants to help you he wants to heal you he wants to set you free from what's holding you back
1: i love it i love it so good so good it's already starting off brilliantly i love it (laughs) so let's first talk about no now i know having spoke with you on the summit what your stories are and i'm just so touched that you were both so real and raw and open about your stories, not getting too much into that, but knowing what you've gone through, how would you say that's helped you in business, in even starting business and and becoming successful? I'll start with you, Nora, since we're Hollywood square style here. (laughs) Uh,
2: um, so So basically always believing in yourself. That's what I, I actually, you know, with my story, that's the key thing in my story is knowing that I knew it was best for me and where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. And that's the exact same kind of uh, mantra that I, I used when I started my business. So it's like, I knew when I was working for somebody else, it wasn't right. Didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. Uh, they weren't doing the things that I thought they should be doing. And so the only way to do that is to put your, put your money where your mouth is and go and do it and trust in yourself that you can actually go out and, and make a success. And that was 20, 20, 22 years ago. So I still have a very um, relevant
1: and fantastic business that I love, love, love. I love that. I think it's so important too. It always goes back to believing in yourself and mm-hmm. one of my mantras is always if you don't believe in yourself borrow somebody else's belief in you just to get you through to those next steps as you build your confidence because that's such a key point in in being able to believe in yourself and it helps you in your business through everything. I love that. No more second guessing yourself. Right. (laughs)
2: Right. Well, you, uh, well, I can't say that you always second guess yourself, but you come back to where you were and where you need to be and what you need to do. Um, but yeah, there's always a lot of second guessing.
1: (laughs) We're working on that. Right. We're we're
2: working on that that part.
1: (laughs) Kelly, what would you say to that same question? Ask me the question again, <laughs> <laughs> knowing what you've gone through in your story. How would you say that it has helped you or transformed you in being successful in what you do today?
0: It's been a long road because you have to gain, I had, I had to gain confidence in myself again. I had to learn to love myself again. And and once you can get to that point and, and believe in yourself and, and know that what you're going through it it takes you to another place because now what you've been through you can help other people through it because i wouldn't have my warrior princess for god i wouldn't have the speaking and the writing had i not been through what i had been through in the past so what you go through it's it's never in vain god uses all your hurts he uses all your pain and he he brings you to a better place and once you're there, then you're in a position where you can help others. And I think that's really what, what it's about. And it's about having hope. Mm-hmm. Without hope, you give up. You know, you, you wanna die. You, you have to have hope and believe that tomorrow is better. There's something better waiting for you around the corner and you just have to hang on. And through that, it, it's able to give me the confidence to keep moving forward in my business. Absolutely. I feel a purpose. I, I feel this calling that I, I need to
1: take what I've been through to help other women. I love it. Yes, 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 and yes. I want to touch on something really quick though, going back when you were talking about fear. Women that are experienced that, and even men that have a fear of whatever is going on in their life, and and it can be anything how would you say is a way that they can start to overcome that
0: for me it was reading the word of god getting the bible out reading and just reading and and letting god's word sink into your heart where it's not just in your head oh you know this but you know it in your heart you feel it and you know it and you know it and you know it and no matter what anybody says you know, no, this is it. This is God's word. This is what God said, and this is what's gonna get me through. And through a lot of prayer, is really what's what's taken me that, you know, to the next level. Because there was a time I I was begging God to kill me, you know, and I shared that with you before. the The pain had just hurt so much I didn't want to live anymore, and I had two little girls that I needed to raise. But yet yeah, I was begging God to kill me. And thankfully, he didn't answer that prayer. So sometimes it's a really good thing when God says no to your prayers. He knows better, uh, you know. And and he just slowly, he just healed me and and just brought me to a place where I'm excited to be alive and I'm happy to be alive and I look forward to what tomorrow brings.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fear. It can be crippling, and yes. I think there's so many different outlets and modalities that you can explore in order to help yourself overcome fear or get through it even baby steps you know building that confidence knowing that you're safe whatever it might be that helps you cross that bridge of fear into love uh, confidence feeling safe believing in yourself Anything there, and there's so many different things. Nora, do you want to add anything to that? Oh wow, you know what a loaded
2: question that is. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, absolutely. Uh, You know, the the thing is, is that we all need that uh, a stability, and you know, that's one of the key things in my story is there wasn't a stability, so I had to actually. you know, create my own stability at a a young age. Um, You know, at 13 years old, I had to figure out what I needed to do for myself. And for five years, until I got into college, I had to really kind of find my own stable place of living and stable place of doing things because I didn't want to be in the in a system, in the, you know, foster care system. So I was living a crazy life. um, And in some, in some regards, um, a a hidden life. So, um, but the thing is, is that I think sometimes when you go through things as a young child, it's just, you're able to process the stuff that's coming in at you as just, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, you don't know what it, it should be. So you just take it at face value and you just act and react to the things that are coming at you. And so in some regards, I think that my life having that kind of instability in the beginning actually made me really comfortable with being unstable and and. Being able to become stable as an adult. So I don't have those issues. I don't have those fears because I've already lived it. I know I can go beyond it. So I'm a little bit more of a risk taker than most people because I know what's at the bottom, so to speak. So I'm able to kind of go a little farther, go a little something else in me because of that. But you've got. I think I was very lucky. I think God was very good in in, in choosing the time that he tested me um, so that uh, I can have a much better fruitful life today because of it.
1: Yeah. I love that. You differentiated between fear, and I don't know if anybody caught that, but in your case, the fear of not being in a foster care, not being caught, all of that motivated you. And so in that respect, fear was a good thing because it kept you very focused, it kept you very goal-driven, and it really propelled you to where you're able to be at right now, where the other fear is crippling. And so I think that's a great conversation about recognizing in your life for anybody who's watching, how is the fear in your life? Is it something that can propel you or is it something that's keeping you crippled and stuck? And I think if people can make that, um, that differentiate between those two, they can start knowing how to help themselves get through it, get past it and move, move beyond it.
2: Yes, I, I love that. I love how you just wrap that right up and, and basically, <laughs> you know, those, those opposites right there. Good, good job. <laughs>
0: Thank you. you know, there, there's the definition too, you know, about fear. And I don't know who ever said it first or, I, you know, give credit to it, but it's, it's not that, um, or it's about courage. And courage isn't the absence of fear courage is still being afraid, but doing it anyways. Yeah. And so, like I said, sometimes it's taking those little baby steps. You, you just have to do it, but do it afraid. If you have to do it afraid, you know, then you still do it. Yeah. And I like to use my daughter as uh, an example. She went to Switzerland and she went on the tallest suspended bridge in Europe and it's 10,000 feet. And her words exactly were, mom, I'm afraid, but I'm doing it anyways. And she has these beautiful pictures of her up on the suspended bridge and this beautiful snow covered mountain surrounding her and all below her. And she did it. And she did it by herself. She didn't go with friends. She she met some women while she was on the trip and they invited her to dinner afterwards. And, but she did it, afraid, and she did it by herself. So sometimes it is just doing it. If you have to do it, afraid, you still do it. But you do it. Because that's the only way you're going to get past your fears and the only way you're going to move beyond it. And if it
1: takes little baby steps, then you take little baby steps. But you do it. Yeah. It's a muscle. You just keep working it. Keep working it, you know. And then I love that story. That's the, a perfect, beautiful example of doing it anyway. And even though she was afraid to, although it was a, well, some people would consider it fun, but <laughs> <laughs> not this cat, but some people might consider that fun, but she was still afraid to do it. And so, you know, that's just a, it's a great analogy of, of doing it anyway. And, and knowing that you can push, push yourself just a little bit, just a little bit, you know, I know for a long time, and not to get too deep into your story, Kelly, but I know for a long time you were afraid to be alone, and it took you some time to get to that point where you were able to be alone, and now you could be alone in your house at night with the lights off. So mm-hmm. it's, it's about being okay where you're at, knowing you're okay where you're at, and then progressively moving forward. I love that. Great conversation on fear, by the way, ladies. I love it. And you can throw anything out if you feel inspired to just shout it out. <laughs> Do so
0: i'll share my bridge story i shared it with you but yes. I'll, I'll share it with with the audience so it's it's like you you conquer one fear but there's always something else there it seems like right because satan knows where to hit you and whatever that is that's what he always goes for so for me it's like it's fear and i have this fear of bridges Driving over a bridge or even being, even if someone else is driving it, but a bridge over water. that It just terrifies me. So I live up in Northern California. So when I want to go down to Southern California, I have to go over the Richmond Bridge, which is through Oakland. And I do it anyways. And I'm real tight on the steering wheel. And I'm just like staring straight ahead, right? I don't look all over, you know? And and I have, I have to get myself to the point of driving over it before I get to it's like, okay, you can do this, you can do this, you know? So I'm going over the bridge, and for some reason, I've done this multiple times, but for some reason that day, my phone, my map on my phone decided it was gonna take me somewhere different. So I drove like an hour out of the way before I realized I should be on the five freeway by now. Where's the five freeway? so then it reroutes me and it sends me back but it takes me back down 19th street through san francisco which takes me over the golden gate bridge so then by this time it's dark so now i'm going over the golden gate bridge in the dark and i know from there it can somehow take you over the five but i don't know how to do it right from there my phone loops me around takes me back through oakland takes me back over The Richmond bridge now I'm over the Richmond bridge in the dark and it's getting later So I went over three bridges over water in that day (laughs) So it's like okay, Lord. I know you want me to get over my fear and you know, I I tell my other daughter how um, Heather, you know, she knows I'm just so afraid of you know going over bridges over water and she tells her friend that and her friend says Well, I don't know why it bothers her because those bridges are so tall, the the fall would kill her (laughs) because I I don't know how to swim. So I'm afraid to go over the bridges over water because I think if my car goes over, you know, I don't know how to swim. I'm going to drown. And her friend's like, but the fall will kill her anyway. So it doesn't matter if she knows how to swim. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And when I'm coming back home, my map always wants to take me a different way. It's like, no, I need to go this way because I know this way. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to try this way. So what happens? It takes me inland more, so I don't go over uh, the Golden Gate Bridge or I don't go over the Richmond Bridge. But it takes me over five bridges. And it takes me over two of them, which are drawbridges, which I've never been on a drawbridge before. And the bridges aren't as tall as the Golden Gate Bridge or the Oakland Bridge, but they're still, all of them were over water, two of them being drawbridges. And then when I'm done, then it takes me by this big body of water. So you think after going all over all these bridges, I would learned my lesson, right? Okay, God, I can trust you. Okay, I need to get over this fear. But no, I'm driving by this big body of water, and the first thing I can think of is, oh great, if somebody hits my car, my car's going in the water. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, there's a lot, I think there's a lot more bridges over water in my future because I have not conquered that fear yet. So I think too, God's gonna put you in positions
1: to make you get over that fear. Certainly stretch you and build your confidence that you can do it. Yes. Nora. <laughs> well,
2: no, I got nothing. I, I mean, yeah. I love <laughs> Live, you know, I lived in Charleston. Every time you turn around, you're going over a bridge. You can't go anywhere unless you're going over a bridge with yeah. water. So I'm like, I, I got nothing. I, I, I
0: love bridges. I love, yeah. I love swimming. I love all these things. So i yeah. nope, got nothing. <laughs> I grew up my whole life up until a few years ago in Southern California and I lived in the desert. So there were bridges over water. You're lucky if you found any water anywhere, right? but it's good
2: that you are you're pushing yourself because you know that's that's uh that's courage and um you know we all should push ourselves absolutely positively you don't actually grow unless you do a little more you know of those things that you don't want to do or think you want to do um and that's what i do all the time is i put myself in predicaments um and and things adventure i'm an adventure person so you know i i do all kinds of things um i travel and i have a, a grand time doing all the things but um i don't i don't want to what what's your next question because I, <laughs> I can i could go off on a tangent about travel but it has nothing to do with what we're talking about
1: <laughs> travel's good i love travel <laughs> right. you, know, so so you can think about what what is your bridge in life in as far as the audience you know it doesn't have to be a bridge a fear of water or whatever but you can it's a great analogy if you want to just take it like that and think what is it in my life that's causing me to constantly bump up against where's that resistance coming from and really you can start you know eating away at it and figuring out what is the belief behind it because that's all it is and you just kind of went deeper with that realizing it basically it's not the fear of going over the bridge over water it's your afraid you don't know how to swim so i can't help but think that if you learned how to swim maybe that would help alleviate some of that resistance and that fear of going over the bridge you know there's always that deeper level and really if you want to look at it like that you can just keep going what is what is really behind that fear
0: and you're never too old to learn and to try new things because I think well Maybe one day I will learn to swim. My daughters were little. I lived in a home that has swimming pool And I because my husband, you know, he wanted the swimming pool I thought well my daughters have got to learn to swim and they've got to become fish because I don't want them drowning and I would Put them in swimming lessons all the time and yes, they're they're little fish but one of the times that we had swimming lessons was at um Community building and they were giving swimming lessons to people of all ages and in one of the swimming pools There was a lady over there and she was in her 80s, and she was learning to swim
1: oh, And wow. I
0: thought well there you go. You're never too old to learn to do something You're never too old to learn to get past a fear or, or just to try something new So yeah, there probably will be swimming lessons in my future. I'm never too old to learn to swim
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So let me ask you this, this is one of my, I love asking this question to help people in many, many different ways. How would you, or what piece of advice would you give somebody that's starting in business or has been in business, but wants to re kind of, maybe rebrand, (laughs) Uh, you know what I mean? like just to really help elevate themselves. Because again, we're all always on this journey of life. We've gone through things, Mm -hmm. things are still coming our way that we get to experience and learn and add character. Mm -hmm. So how would you, how do you, would you recommend people or or giving some advice for them to either they're getting started and, or they're in business, but kind of in a lull, Um, Nora, I'll start with you.
2: So the very first thing that you have to know is you've got to know yourself. You gotta know what you're doing who you're doing, you know, what what you're doing, why you're doing it. Um, You've got to really understand your story and how that contributes to what you're trying to accomplish for somebody else. What's that problem that you have already solved for yourself that you now want to help uh, other people solve for themselves? So usually that is, those are the key things. And back in the day, um, you know, brands were just, you know, trying to sell you something. But these things, there's too many people out there that do similar things as you do and can get similar results that you can. The only way to differentiate yourself and have people say, oh, my gosh, I need, I need um, Kim. I, I need Kelly is because of your story, what you're doing, how you're doing it, why you're doing it. And um, and that that real kind of authenticity that you bring with that story of yours. So these are the things people want to look, want to actually um, deal with people who are real that have really lived that are really doing the things that they say they're doing. They're really getting those results that they say that they can get. And that's what it's all about is connection and relating to those people Mm -hmm. who relate to you. So focus on relating to people. That's what I'd say. No matter where you are in your business, you really have to know who you are, what you're doing, why you're doing it, and who is your um, people that can get the most out of what you can um,
1: provide. I love that. That was drops of wisdom right there. (laughs) And you nutshelled it so beautifully in the beginning of that, the simplicity of what have you gone through that you can help others get through. I mean, right there, that in and of itself is the perfect blueprint of starting your business or refocusing in your business. And I'm seeing a lot of that lately too. Have you as well, Nora, seeing people Absolutely. focusing, not pivot, I don't want to say pivot, but refocusing in what, what's important to them in their business.
2: Absolutely, there is a whole wave. Um, Even before this whole pandemic, there's been a whole kind of resurgence of what actually is important to people and uh, what is important to the business owner as well as what's important to the consumer. And so it's it's amazing um, that we are going in that wonderful direction because that's beautiful that people helping people really at that base yeah that's that's
1: some beautiful stuff i love it i want to (laughs) add a little bit more to that real quick the whole the adage of no like and trust factors been out since probably long before i was even born and i think it's really interesting that that's um coming it back you mentioned mentioned about being authentic that is a key component right now in business people want authenticity and I, I find it really fascinating that oh well people wanna know like and trust you but here we are really pushing being authentic well where was it you know before
2: <laughs> well you know what it was before is that anybody that you all went in front of maybe in networking or something you would hurry up and try to find out who they were and what they were looking for. And then you would change your story to fit what they needed. And then you go to a next person and that person would hear you talking to another person. They'd hurry up and get their story. And then they would reposition what they were doing to fit that person. So that's inauthenticity. That's salesy. That's that whole thing that we are we were we, we hate doing. We it, because it feels icky to us, especially those people who are a little more um, intuitive and, you know, grounded in the earth kind of ways, right? Earthly ways. So those salesy is just icky. It's so much easier and you don't have to remember anything because if you're being yourself, then you are who you are no matter if you're in business or in your social life or in front of, you know, Kim who needs this kind of thing or Kelly who needs this kind of thing. You're being you and they will, If you are who they need, they'll be attracted to you. And that's the beauty of really just understanding who you are. I love
1: that. I love that. And then you don't have to change your story a million times to fit the audience. You are you and who you're meant to attract will show up at your door knocking.
2: And you'll love them and they will love you and they will be the right person for you. They will be your loyal Um, you know, brand loyalty will be like, oh my gosh. And they will be singing from the rooftops because you are exactly who they they needed and help them. And then they actually will have a bunch of new people for you. So the, it's just amazing how it all works. If you just actually trust that you are exactly what is needed. Yeah, I love that.
1: Kelly, I'm gonna pass that off to you. Same question.
0: I think you need to surround yourself with people who are going to build you up, Mm -hmm. people who believe in you. And when you're trying to build a business, you don't want all that negativity around you. And you need to find that one friend that just really believes in you and that helps move you forward and will even hold you accountable. What did you do today to help your business grow? You said you were going to do this yesterday. Did you get it done? Just that one person that believes in you and holds you accountable can help you really build your business. Because sometimes you don't have confidence in, in yourself. maybe you do you doing your business, but in a certain part of the business, you don't. And if you find someone that can believe in you and know that you can do it and, and can just see that you've done it already, it makes all the difference and also i believe you need to not try to do everything yourself because there are going to be things you aren't going to know how to do like i'm not that great with social media i'm going to be hiring a social media person right but there's somebody else that might be really good in social media but they're not good at marketing or maybe they don't know how to do their website very well or maybe they're not good with accounting or whatever you need to find people that can help you and can help develop your weak area so that they can become stronger.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Delegate, hire a team. Yes. <laughs> so much easier when you're not working on it all by yourself, especially because we're not brilliant in everything. We're brilliant yes. in what we're brilliant in. And you know, we you definitely need Nora in your life because she's going to help you really refocus and, and get your messaging and your branding right in alignment with what it is that you want in your business and how you're gonna be able to help. And then you show up after she's in the background doing all her magic, you show up and and you're able to be that brilliant person that you are. And I think there's so much to be said about believing in yourself, finding your team. Even if that one person like you're talking about is a coach, get a coach. they will change your life, you know, plugging myself, but (laughs) what, you know, whoever that is for you, help. There's social media people, there's marketing people, there's branding people, there's all the back end stuff. Don't worry about it. If that's not in your wheelhouse, there are people out there that would be more than willing to jump on your team and help you out because that's going to save you time, money, energy, blood, sweat, and tears. Oh my goodness. When you, oh, yeah. If you like, if you bring Nora into your life, life changing, business changing. Oh my gosh. Those zeros start popping up in your bank account because you're not doing all the time. What is it, uh, Nora? Like you, you, what you do for people, it just completely helps collapse time for them and getting their message and their story out in, in alignment with their business.
2: It does, absolutely. It uh, takes a lot less time to actually get really clear on what you're doing, what problem you're really solving for people, and why they would really want to jump into your world. So, yeah, it's amazing. I've had people who have been in business for, you know, five years or more, and uh, bam, they're getting 42% increase in sales because um, we got – that we actually uncovered something that they've been hiding from their audience because they thought it was a bad thing. I'm like, no, that's your differentiator. You've been hiding your differentiator. And they're like, as soon as they own that differentiator, bam, they got people coming in. And so that's that's powerful and amazing and fabulous. And I get so excited about that.
1: I love that you said that. And going back to even our stories with all of us, it's our stories that are what help make us be in our brilliance. It's what makes us unique. And sharing our stories is kind of almost our calling card to call in our tribe, our people that are meant for us to help because we're all here with a purpose. We're all here to share a message. And every single one of us has that gift and ability and purpose and it's about just being honest, right? Being authentic. It goes back to that authentic it authenticity does. conversation. It, it's so, it's such an important thing. And I love that both of you brought that up. I want, I want to jump in and just add your information in here too while I'm thinking about it in this moment. We have spot on branding. If you want to reach out to Nora, what can they find on your website?
2: Oh, what can they find on my website? Me, they can find me on my, on my <laughs> website. They can find um, my wonderful, how to get in touch with me because you know, I am a person who wants to build relationships, true relationships. So you contact me um, and I will, I will talk to you. I am one of the few people that will actually like reach out back and talk with you. Cause you know, it really is about that one-on-one connection you can't do what I do and it be a cookie cutter kind of situation. You're not cookie cutter. I'm not cookie cutter. And therefore, um, you know, just, just reach out and say hi to me. That's all. Well, I,
1: love it. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. And Kelly, this is yours. And I love the, I love the name of yours. It's warrior princess for God. I think that's so awesome. Uh, okay. how what will they find on yours? You've got your books on your website. Is that correct? Yes. I've co-authored several books. Uh, those are listed
0: on there. And then uh, my itty bitty book on faith, 15 chapters to overcome fear and live a life of victory. I actually have it right here. Oh. Yay, there it is. Oh, there's a camera. There it is. Uh, this is available on Amazon. So they can connect through my website and they can click on the link and it'll take them directly to where
1: it's available on Amazon. I love that, hold that up again. That looked really nice and thin and it'll fit perfectly wow. in your purse. So you can always have it on you. Mm-hmm. If if I think that is such a great, it's almost a manuscript to help you step out of fear and into your purpose. And uh, yes. you can find that on Kelly's website. So she can, That it's, just another thing. I love it's it. It's
0: a quick read. You have, um, like it's numbered on one side, it's bullet points on the other side. So it's, it's a very quick read. It's it's meant, you know, not to hold you down in reading for very long, but it has a lot of lot of very good information just condensed in a real small book. So it's you know, fantastic. Hopefully and, it's what you're looking for and it'll be very useful for you. I, I feel that it is. It'll help you to understand who God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit is.
1: That's awesome. Awesome. And Nora, you offer free consultations, right? So people can I just- do. And reach I have a quiz on there too. I mean, I was being silly, but
2: you know, it's just like I would just rather somebody just reach out and touch me, you know, kind of not really touch me, but you know, reach out and me. I don't think I want to people to actually touch me. But anyway, that's side point.
1: <laughs> reach out to Nora and she'll <laughs> she'll answer any questions. It's a free consultation. She'll give you some ideas about your business. I just love that. I think you know, there's. we all have something so amazing to offer and and even we have resources, we can point you in the right direction. And that's another thing about really being in your brilliance and being your true authentic self is if we know if we can help you or not. And if we don't, we will say, you know what? I think there's somebody else out there for you. Maybe try this person, maybe try that person because when we're in our industries, we know others like us that, you know, it's about who you find that's going to really align with you and and really get your message out. And I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I want to let people know too that we have the Unleash Your Inner Goddess Women's Wellness Retreat coming up. I'm going to put that little thing right here. That is coming up September 29th through October 3rd. Absolute amazing. Must be at event and you will meet some of these beautiful goddesses they will be there um but yeah let's let's take a little short break real quick and have our sponsor commercial on real fast we'll be right back hello goddesses welcome to a real bodies period experience we're here to help you lose inches
0: and fat cells permanently through my magic wand in addition Is our sea of youth supplements which help with chronic pain and illnesses by reducing inflammation? We strive to help you achieve beauty from the inside out.
1: I love it, and helps with toxic getting pulling toxins out of your body as well. Incredible. So, I want to go back to this real authentic self. What is it for you, Nora? We'll start with you. When you, how would you help somebody find and know that they're in their true authentic self? Because we talk about it, but how would you, how do you help them break, right? Let me get oh, this.
2: Is, this is, well, you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's, it's lots of people think they're being authentic and they're being very good at hiding Mm -hmm. themselves. And so I am, I am very um, intuitive. I, I, I can make really good assumptions and jump to some conclusions about things and understand that there are people um, that there should be, if, if they are who they say they are, um, then the way that I, they answer a, net, the, a question, actually, I've already said, this is how they should be answering this question if this is who they are. There's a, if they answer it in a different way, then I know that is someplace we need to dig deep in. So there was a great, it, oh, may I give an example? Yes, I'd love that. Okay, so there was this wonderful um, uh, person who, Uh, We wanted to help uh, uh, independent restaurants. And he was very keen on this particular um, uh, demographic. And I was like, all right, why? That was the biggest question, why? He could not give me a why. He wanted to. So I asked him about his childhood, did he actually have any restaurant experience in his family or things of that nature. And he said, yeah, my grandfather had a restaurant. And I'm like, okay, this is something, right? And I said, well, did you actually do anything in this restaurant? He's like, yeah, my grandfather showed me how to uh, use the knife. He was the first person to show me how to use a knife pr- properly. I'm like, fantastic. And I'm like, and didn't you go to school for, um, you know, being a chef, he's like, no, I went to Johnson and Wales not to be a chef, but to understand business, the business of, of uh, restaurants. And I'm like, well, that's very interesting. You know, there's something else here. So I go back to his childhood. I said, well, tell me more about your fa- your grandfather's business. And so he tells me about this wonderful business that he created. I said, whatever happened to the business? He said, well. Um, my grandfather got sick and then we had to close the business and then because he was he was helping everybody in the community He actually was in so much debt that my mother and my my aunt had to sell their childhood home to pay for the debt mm-hmm. and I'm like There bingo. it is bingo That's the reason why he wants to help independent restaurant owners because he wants to help his grandfather that's it that was the story now if you were an independent restaurant owner and you heard that story you're like this is more than just a paycheck for this man this is actually a truth he wants to save families from going into debt he wants to actually help build a legacy Mm -hmm. and he did not realize, make the connection between his grandfather, his grandfather's restaurant, his grandfather's fail, failure, and why he wanted to learn about the money, about the rest, you know, about restaurant industry, and why he went through all this different training and all this different stuff so that he could help these independent restaurant owners survive and thrive. I thought that was a beautiful story and he was like, oh my gosh, mind blown. And he didn't even realize it. So that's the key to this is when you actually kind of listen to somebody, there are certain things that they're supposed to, that I feel like they're, they're supposed to say when they actually tell me certain things about their world and when they don't say the things I think they should. I know to dive deep i don't know how i know to dive deep but i know to dive deep and that's that's the beauty of branding and the way i actually go about branding
1: wow i love that number one two that's your intuition jumping in there because you know me i'm a big intuition person but i want to point out what a key thing that you're able to do because you're you're not taking, okay, we need to do this, this, and this, as far as branding and it's, you know, all the nuts and bolts, it's the why behind it. And you're able to figure out those little moments. And those are those key pieces. Those are the key ingredients in that case, that really were able to bring that story to life and help him. And now that he knows that story, I would imagine that he's just thriving in his business because when you hone in on that, sky's the limit. Oh my gosh
2: yes and right now unfortunately business owners are really independent business uh independent restaurant owners are really in a pinch with all of the stuff that's been happening the last year so yes he is uh doing lots of stuff
1: to help that's awesome that i love that kelly authenticity I was like, what was my question? <laughs> I remember.
0: You need to not be afraid to to be yourself. Mm. So many people try to be somebody else. Oh, look, she can sing. I I, I wish I could sing. Or they sit in their church and they watch someone on the worship team. Oh, I wish I could sing. You know, or they watch someone dance. Oh, I wish I could I could dance. Well, I'm here to tell you I can't sing and I can't dance. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. I can't I can't. <laughs> we don't all have those talents we don't all have those gifts right but god gave everybody their own gifts he made everybody unique he formed you he made you to be who you are and you need to own up to who you are you need to not be afraid to be who you are stop trying to be somebody else to impress somebody or stop trying to be somebody else because you, they you think that they're better than you are or that they have a better talent or or just that they're just better at, at things. You you need to learn to love yourself mm-hmm. and to find out what your gifts and talents are because God gave you your own gifts and your own talents and you need to find out what those are. And there's even spiritual gifts tests that you can take that will help you discover what it is what your talents and your gifts are. And then that's where your strengths are and that's where you need to move towards and it doesn't mean it'll come easy just because it's your talent or it's your gift it doesn't mean it'll come easy you might still you know have to work at it you're going to have to develop it but it's going to come easier than trying to do something that you were never meant to be or trying to be somebody that you were never meant to be you're never going to see me up there singing or dancing that's never going to happen. <laughs> I want to I want to
2: add on to that what you just said. What I have found is that lots of people don't realize what their gifts are because they think everybody has those gifts because it comes so easy. They just think the everybody in the world has those special talents and in fact it is unique to them. I know I I have suffered from that as well is that I just thought everybody had certain You know, able ability to reason, you know, and uh, spatial recognition and things of that nature, Um, and those are part of my gifts. But unless you like have somebody in your household that doesn't have that gift, and you're like, why don't you, why don't you, why why don't you do it this way? And they're like, I don't know, (laughs) you know, and you're like, oh, that's maybe something I do special. Right? So that's another thing that sometimes when things come way too inter- way too easy and other people around you are like I don't know how to do that and you're like oh it's simple I'll just do it for you kind of thing. Yeah, that might be just the inc- um the clue you need to know that that's your special power. That's your brilliance right there.
0: But a lot of people they look at singing or dancing or playing a musical instrument almost as like it's like the only talent out there, right? because it's up there on stage it's on tv it's on the radio i mean it's it's like everywhere a lot of people don't stop to think well administration that right there is a gift accounting working good with numbers that's a gift not everybody can do numbers not everybody can can run a team can can be an administrator compassion mercy those are my top two, and every time i take the test it comes out compassion and mercy those are my gifts so then you find a way okay how can i use compassion and mercy how can i use these gifts to help others so it really helps when you know what your gifts are and how you can use them to help others
1: i love it yeah and keep trying different things if you don't know what they are keep dabbling Try exactly. this. Try that. If you don't like it and it wasn't good at it, probably not your gift move on. You know, it's okay. <laughs> yes, it is.
0: And you know, you're not going to have the same talent as your sister or your brother either. Yeah. My brother is very, very smart when it comes to math. Not me. I always say I didn't get the math genes so you can have someone in the
1: same household as you and you're not going to have the same gifts. You're not going to have the same talents. Yeah. I think that's an important thing I want to touch on. So, perfect example of when, who you need in, on your team: bookkeeper, accountant, you know,
0: <laughs> someone you know? that takes over where I'm weak. You exactly. don't want you don't want someone on your team who has your strengths. You exactly. want someone on your team who has your weaknesses, so that they can help build you up in those areas that you're weak. And that's how your business is going to grow. You don't want a whole bunch of you on your team. You want opposites of you <laughs> you don't want all you yeah right and remember
1: it's not about you <laughs> i love it what an awesome conversation we touched on so many things i want to go back and make sure well let's put our names up there Woohoo! there's us <laughs> but i want to again uh nora your your website they can reach out to you find all your information <clears throat> free consultation. You have, what was the, we have, we have a quiz,
2: we have a brand audit. There's all kinds of things on there. So yeah,
1: <laughs> check it out. And, and again, even just for a consultation, you'll be so inspired after talking with her and Kelly, your books are on there. I think that fear book, what was the title of it again? It's your amazing itty bitty book
0: on faith, 15 chapters to overcome fear and live a life of victory.
1: I mean, who doesn't need that? Yes. Reach out to Kelly. Find out how to get that book. I think you said there's a link to Amazon or something on your website. What an amazing first start or jump. Even if you don't want to talk to anybody, you're stuck where you are. You're not sure. We kind of talked about the difference between the two types of fear, if it's moving you forward and propelling you or holding you stuck. Read Kelly's book. I think that's going to be a great first step, even just to help you understand where you're at. What an amazing conversation, ladies. I just adore you, (laughs) I love your brilliance. I'm gonna add here real quick to the Unleash Your Inner Goddess Women's Wellness Retreat. Again, the dates are September 29th through October 3rd. Check that out. If you want, you can go back and rewatch this show on Aphrodite Enterprises on Facebook. And if you're interested in anything else I have going on, jump onto KimberlyACoaching.com. There, I have free books. I have discovery sessions. Those are a free call. We can talk about whatever. Um, but again, ladies, you want to throw out any last advice, words? I would love to hear. You're both just brilliant. So. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I just want to say thank you,
0: Kimberly, for having me on your show. And, Nora, it was fantastic and wonderful to meet you and get to know you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for everything.
1: Yes. You know what, real quick, we have another minute. And I think this was interesting before we jumped on this conversation, you two were talking about now these two ladies have never met each other and they have so much in common. We were, before we hit play, we're like, Oh my goodness. And it was such an amazing conversation. And so I wanted to just point out that you never know who you're going to meet. Go out there, Get out of in, out of your comfort zone because that's where you really stretch and grow, and you never know who you might meet. Just like these two ladies, you can see Kelly; she's got those beautiful redwoods behind her. Nora's like, I grew up in the same kind of situation. I live in on two acres. I've got forests behind me, and I, it just and we like polka dots. We been- both like polka, <laughs> polka dots. <laughs> like it's just. You never, never know who you're gonna meet. So, you know, as the brilliant Robbie Motter always says, just show up, just show up because you never know what treasure you'll find, what treasure you'll meet. And ladies, again, thank you so much for being on the show with me today. You're brilliant. The book is coming out soon. The Goddesses Among Us book is coming out soon. So we're gonna start promoting that here in a little bit and you get to read their stories and find out their incredible lives that they've lived ladies thank you so much thank you let me find all my buttons here